Okay, uh, a new podcast uh, show or podcast series, 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 and uh, we have the co-founders of Doors and Sense, Timothy and Gangham, with us. The main issue we are, we are talking about on our podcast today is this hey, wait, article. Let yeah, us introduce ourselves. Oh, I thought people already know you guys quite well, right? Co-founders of Doors and Sense. Managing editor, managing editor. We use our real title. Okay, Tim. Tim is the managing editor. Gangham, would you like to introduce yourself? Uh, yeah, I'm the website guy. I'd like to note that we are doing this on a Friday night at 7 plus. So I think we don't have much of a life. <laughs> and we also don't get OT. It's an important topic though, so we need to go through it. Definitely worth our Friday evening. Yeah, yep. doing it for our retirement. <laughs> Interesting that you brought that up, Gangham. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so our, our conversation for today will be about early retirement in Singapore. Okay, uh, Tim, you wrote an article about it uh, in July, just quite recently. Yep. Uh, before going into the details of this article, uh, it's very interesting. The, the first two words of the article already says early retirement. What are your definitions of early retirement? Maybe just go into that. I know in Singapore, there's an official retirement age and a, a CPF payout age that kind of defines what a retirement should be and then a re-employment age till 67. But what's your definition of retirement? So, so actually, it's, retirement? it's pretty simple, right? So the retirement age in Singapore officially is 62, if I, if I believe. So it's 62. And an early retirement, at least in Singapore, would, would simply mean that you retire before the age of 62. means you stop working before age 62. So, so any age, if I retire at 61, I'm early retired. Technically, that's that's accurate because you you the retirement age is sixty two, so sixty one could be considered an early retirement, but so could fifty five, so could fifty, so could forty. Sure, sure. I don't know if you have anything to add on to this. Uh, we are setting the context for the discussion. Yeah, I think we need to make a distinction between official retirement age where it's used to actually plan for policies. Once you hit retirement age, your obligations to you is different versus choosing, it's like a lifestyle kind of thing whereby I choose, I consider myself retired and I choose to be retired. Okay, okay. I mean, I, I really ask this question because CPI life only pays out at 65. So technically, <coughs> if I retire earlier than 65, I would think I am in early retirement because I have to draw finances from somewhere else. You see, I can't really rely on this thing that is created for my retirement. So, I mean, that's just uh, where, where I'm coming from. And uh, I think many other people have their own different definitions. So, uh, we just go on Facebook uh, where there was a whole uh, thread of, of what early retirement or what retirement even means in the first place. So, uh, Keith, one uh, reader of this article, Say nearly choked when he stumbled upon your definition of retirement. So, my, my definition. Yep, yep. Yeah. So Tim, do you think many people have different definitions of retirement? Is it wrong for Keith's understanding? Because his understanding, as uh, explained in his comments, is that he used a. Uh, I say something because he used a definition of computer or server. So once the server is retired, the server is no longer in use, and that's retirement. So it's, I wouldn't say your life is no longer in use, but once you hit the retirement in your life, you no longer work. And that's kind of his definition to that. Yeah, and then just to start it off, that's really a different definition from what Kangkang earlier mentioned, the, the definition of from a policy standpoint, right? Yeah. So, so just from that perspective, I would say that there's different definitions of retirement, and then there's just no one correct way to explain what retirement is. Because you rightly mentioned a one way, which is 
uh, what Keith you know has his own opinion and views, which which I do think that there's some merits to it. Gan Hyung also already explained a different way of defining definition from a policy standpoint. Um, I just like to bring up the fact that retirement as it is isn't an extremely old concept either. Mm-hmm. So so the whole idea of retirement really you know well, it, it's not something that goes back a thousand years or something. It's sure. it's something that it's a recent history. I would say. There's a lot of um, different discussion about when retirement came about, but it kind of started off somewhere in the industrial revolution. You can see when people's life expectancy rate uh, becomes became a lot higher. Mm. So in the past, mm. people used to unfortunately, you know, due to uh, lack of medical or technology advancement or health related issues, the life expectancy were in their forties. So people could work till forty, and and you know, a couple one or two years later, they, they might just pass on. Sure. But these days, you know, people can live a lot longer, yes. and, and that's why the whole idea of retirement or first coin mm-hmm. and so it's not an old concept sure the definition will evolve and, and there are different yeah. definitions of it also yeah. like the, the retirement age is even evolving in Singapore and I'm sure that wouldn't be the last change right yeah. the recent one yeah. Yeah. Um, okay so just moving on a little bit I think he kind of mentioned why why he said he nearly choked I mean, not, not to put it lightly but I think he said since he's been blogging for quite a number of years right um, he's seen many definitions of retirement coming along and people and that's not wrong. And that's not wrong. It, no, and that's not wrong. Yeah, and another reader like chimed in and said, "All these like new age kind of definitions really sounds like being financially free rather than true definition of retirement." And it could be true. So once someone is financially free and he's still working, I mean, would the combination of the two mean he is retired or he has achieved retirement? I don't believe you can just say you want to retire and not have the financial capability to support your lifestyle going forward, which however minimalist or however rich or expensive your lifestyle is. So so it, it makes perfect sense that your retirement or your early retirement must be supplemented with some form of income, which is exactly your point earlier on, which is why the retirement age in Singapore 62 and then the re-employment age till 65 coincide closely with when CPF life payout comes out. Mm-hmm. So going by your definition, if I retire at 61, I'm, I'm retired. Early. You need the financial yeah. capability to support yourself, right? Yeah. So obviously, retirement is tied to financial stability or financial capability rather exactly. than just the inability to just work. It's not just solely about the inability to work. Exactly, exactly. I also brought this up because I want to bring up another one of your points which I thought was quite relevant. So if someone just goes away from the workforce, that means the person is no longer working. He's not retired. Yeah, which is how uh, people can misconstrue what some of these uh, retirement definitions may be, right? When, when you retire a server, the server no longer works. When you retire, when a person retires, the person no longer works. But even if a person no longer works, he can still not be retired according to you. Yeah, of course, because you can have a, a 30-year-old lady who just choose not to work because the family have kids, newborn, and, and it doesn't mean that the lady is retired. Or it's a straightforward situation here, right? So even if the person has the financial means to actually leave the workforce, you wouldn't say the person has achieved um, early retirement. No, so again, just to reiterate again, so if a 30-year-old lady decides not to work yeah. uh, because you know they want to take care of kids at home, mm-hmm. I'm not saying that isn't a job, but you know it's not officially in the workplace, they might have the financial capability yeah. to do so. That person is not retired. It's far from retired. So yeah. retirement is it's like some sort of responsibilities attached to it as well, is it? Like um, why is the person no longer retired? I'm, I'm just like wondering, why yeah. is the person no longer retired? Because no longer has to work. So hasn't that person actually achieved early retirement? Okay, so I think in that same thread, there's um, some discussion about forced retirement, whereby mm-hmm. if you're old, 
you might want to work but you can't find employment you might be able to survive on meager in, on a maybe reduced standard of living yeah, perhaps sure. um, but it might not be voluntary you might want to work and enjoy a higher standard of living or you know, go on holidays with your family there's also an element of intent a server does not have a choice whether mm. it continues to be in service but sure. a person definitely has their own desires and aspirations mm-hmm. so the question of if they are not working does it automatically make them retire even though they are actively seeking a job I don't think so and I think Timothy brought an interesting point about homemakers as well yes. you know, a homemaker might not need to work exactly but would you consider a mum who is you know having young kids uh, retired okay. I don't think most people would Sure, I mean, okay, the reason why I brought this up was because I'm just putting, not myself, but I'm just putting this scenario of, let's say, a grandmother, 67, yeah. taking care of her grandkid. I mean, the same responsibilities as a mom, but most people would say she's retired if she does the exact same thing. So, I'm just wondering, like, mm, you know, where, where do we draw that line to, like, oh, if you're young, you cannot be retired. I think the first thing we have to agree, and, and I don't know if we can agree, but is that there are different definitions of retirement. Sure, yeah. Does anyone disagree on that? No. Yeah, I think all of us should have it. I don't know if anyone uh, who's hearing this podcast may, may disagree. Some people may think that there's only one fixed definition of the word retirement. I don't think so. So back to your question, right? You were asking about a 67-year-old grandmother at home, same responsibility, taking care of kids. I think the first thing to note is that officially, the person is above the retirement age. Sure. Yes, I think so. So, officially, yeah, so officially, the person is above the retirement age. She would have gotten her CPF life payout, mm-hmm. which is in Singapore sort of like a pension plan where, you know, for those of you who might be hearing this podcast from outside of Singapore, it's, it's basically, CPF life is basically uh, Singapore's pension plan. So uh, she will be drawing an income from there, which funds her retirement. Yes. But then th- there's also that question of whether, you know, does she have intention to go back to the workplace? So I just to give you an example, right? You could have two 67-year-old person. Mm-hmm. One of them may not have been working for the past seven years, six years, or six, seven years. Okay. Because, you know, they just didn't want to work. They could financial means not to do so. Mm-hmm. And the other one could also, you know, be 67 years old, but could have just left the workplace to take care of her kids. Maybe, you know, her daughter needs help, and so she left her workplace. Mm-hmm. Will you consider her retired? I don't think it's So it very much depends on the definition. If she may want to go back to work in the future, right? Yeah, if she's retired, in, she left work at 67. She may not be retired because she may rejoin the workplace. Yeah, perhaps, perhaps, in one, yeah, perhaps yeah. in one or two years, they don't need her help and she goes back to the workplace. So she's not retired. So I think, I think we are getting close to a consensus on... Yeah, it does uh, look like it. Yeah, and the fact that... Uh, there must be. Yep. The intent matters very much when it comes to whether is someone retired or not. Yes. And, and I just like to add that the intent on, in, on its own, in my view, is not enough. Mm-hmm. Especially if you're talking about early retirement, which is what my article is about. Yeah. The intent must, the, the intent to do an early retirement must be substantiated with the ability to retire, which means financial capability. True. Yeah, I mean, that, that is very important when you're thinking about early retirement, you must have financial capability. And that means having the financial freedom to make that decision and to pursue other things that you want. Yeah. And, and Kangol rightly brought out that it also is prevalent after the retirement ages because if you don't have the financial capabilities you are sort of in forced retirement which is not really a retirement on, on your own account yeah exactly okay this is one um, I wouldn't say final point but uh, a point that we can touch on is like how retirement was invented someone on the thread also shared this article right and, and you brought out that retirement isn't a 
very old concept. It was just brought up fairly recently. With the rising age of uh, humanity, actually, with all this uh, technology and Medicare, when should someone actually retire? Because, I mean, in this article, I, I kind of had a browse at it. Uh, it says human uh, minds right now kind of uh, start depreciating at around the age of 60. I mean, is this article, I'm not saying whether it's true or not, Trump is a uh, president at 70 plus, I'm not going <laughs> to comment on the state of his mind. Or he's the fact if he's retired or not. Yeah, yeah. so I'm not going to go into that debate, in, especially in this podcast. Okay, so humanity's minds are starting to depreciate at 60 plus. So it's fair to assume in the past 60 plus also was kind of benchmark at the retirement and then we kind of take care of you for another few years before you would pass on. But now we are living so much longer, you know. Is our mental health like suddenly beating the, the mental capabilities of our ancestors? That's, that's a very big question, you know. I, I think it depends on how you see it, right? So one of the easiest way to look at it is that in Singapore, most of us have work office jobs. Yeah. Because, and, because, and that doesn't require too much physical True. talent yeah. or capabilities. Yeah. So that's one of the reasons why a lot of us can work till 50, 60, and maybe to even the late 60s, mm-hmm. unless, you know, there's a health condition. Sure. Um, perhaps in the past, you know, a lot of people were working at, at jobs that were just physically straining. Mm. And that's one of the reasons why it was not only it was difficult to continue working once you reach your 50s or 60s, but um, I would say to some extent, it took it toll also on, on some those guys. the young guys as well. So, you know, by the time they reach okay. their late 40s, they might have challenges as well. So I think that's one sure. of the reasons why uh, retirement can be a lot later today. Mm-hmm. Um, footballers don't have the luxury of retiring from foot from playing football at forty. Yeah, but I just want to reiterate that doesn't mean that they are retired. Sure, a lot of footballers go on to become coach, right. pundits, um, TV broadcasters. Yeah, so we gotta be very careful with how we use the word retirement. I again say I don't think there's just one definition, mm-hmm. and anyone who thinks that there's one definition uh, may may want to explore the topic a little bit more. Yeah, I think they should definitely uh, hear this podcast for a start so they can start uh, creating their own definition. Okay, uh, I also wanted to touch on the fact that retirement in the past was solely meant to take care of the final few years but nowadays it seems like people retire and then they enjoy for the next 30 years yeah. and they start calling it retirement. So is this really sustainable? Like, Is the newer generation kind of paying for this? Um, especially when you see pension states in, in Europe. And, I mean, at least in Singapore, it's kind of self-funded pension, but do you think this system of uh, retiring at 65 and then living to 85 is sustainable? Or will people start retiring at 82, 83 only then live for like their final few years? Like how it's been done throughout the course of history actually? Um, I'll just share my view and again back to the article that was written about early retirement. I think as individuals, we need to think about our retirement in our own ways. Mm-hmm. I don't think we should be reliant on you know what the regulations are because sure. these regulations may change and yeah. this may not be in accordance to what we prefer. Mm-hmm. So I think one of the things I was, I was mentioning in my article was also what, at what age would you like to retire? Yeah. You know, the government may say 62, your employers may say 65, but what age do you want to retire? Mm-hmm. You know, if you want to retire earlier, you need the financial capacity, sure. the financial capability. If you want retire later and you have the physical and mental well-being to be able to do so then then you know you can you can plan a bit less if you want you know mm-hmm. or some people just take a semi-retirement and that's perfectly okay so they might be in their 40s they might just be working a lot lesser but just having enough to make sure that they can live by and, and continue on the pace for a really long time sure 
Good. I think the concept of retirement planning is it's important because uh, we need to plan for contingencies where we may not be able to be economically productive in our later years. And uh, retirement planning, prudent financial planning, is important to ensure that we have enough saved up or invested in our early years to take care of ourselves. But having said that, uh, I think there's also a common uh, thing that nowadays everyone will say is that if you don't do anything at all during your retirement age, brain deterioration <laughs> and, and all that will get, get worse. <laughs> will get worse. And probably people want to do something. I think yep. an active retirement is something oh, I yeah. think most people, uh, whether it's being active in the community, in the family, volunteering or whatever mm-hmm. it is, mm-hmm. I think everyone sees it as important or important criteria or component of, of a happy retirement. Yeah. Quite sad to read recently there was this article about High number of suicides suicide, yep. among the elderly. And, yep. uh, yeah, and it goes to show that you know, uh, retirement isn't uh, happily ever after. Mm. Automatic, you that, get you enjoy yourself. That's true. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I don't want to draw any comparisons or, or any any uh, findings or thoughts about behind the suicide rates, but I mean, it, it kind of tugs at me to the point that uh, maybe these guys didn't have sufficient. They thought they were being burdened. Like that, there must be a reason. One of the things that I can say, and, and that's from someone who has two retired parents right mm. now, is that it's what Kayong say is true, you know, retirement isn't just about not going to work, right? And having I mean, that by itself is is how people usually see it. Yeah. But it, you've got to ask yourself what you wanna do in your retirement as well. You can't just stop going to your workplace. Yeah. Mr. Go Chokong is a good example because you know you are retired but you've got to find something to do. And, and I think that keeps the mind active, that keeps the body active. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that's just, I mean, I didn't go in or didn't read so much into details about the suicide rates among yeah. the elderly or among yeah. retirees, but I can imagine that financial stress is one of those issues. Mm-hmm. And it's also because uh, you need to find your own things to do, your own meaning during retirement as well. Sure. Extending it further um, from your point, what do you think Singaporeans or, or younger people should be doing to kind of plan for their retirement or plan for their early retirement? What kind of uh, actionable plans? Uh, what, what do you think we can be doing? I mean, um, just coming from a holistic perspective of how we usually take it at Northern Sense, the three simple things you need to do is you need to make sure that you are well insured because rightly so health conditions can easily force you to stop working earlier than you want and getting the right insurance policy will help to take away that risk. After that, you've got to look at your savings. You need to yeah. save actively and then you've got to think about how you want to channel some of your savings towards investing mm-hmm. for the future to earn a higher return. So I think those in general are the, are the pillars that you should look at if you want to talk about retirement planning. Okay. Yeah, let me say that. We really just want to ask a question to you guys. So what do you think of retirement being used by unscrupulous agents? But I would just say like, you know, them showing you, oh, you have a sh- huge shortfall because this is how much you will need for retirement and using retirement as a way to scare people into buying products and all that. What, what do you think of like the, the abuse of this retirement concept? I think that's why, again, it's important to ask yourself those questions as an individual. What age you want to retire in? What do you want to do during your retirement? So wanting to spend time at a coffee shop or taking care of your grandchildren is very different from wanting to travel around the world. You're right. Uh, some unscrupulous agents or financial planners may try to you know bump up the amount you need for retirement just so that they can sell you more financial plans. They may not be totally wrong, 
but they might be selling you an aspiration that you do not need. I think one one thing I would like to bring up, if I like to bring up, the only reason they can really scare people into, into these uh, realizations is because these people haven't thought about it on their own, right? So when, when they suddenly see these figures, they don't have any answers to them. They don't have, hey, but hey, I, I actually have these plans in place. So once they don't have a plan, they are easily scared into making these uh, irrational or maybe wrong decisions at that particular point, you know? Yes, yeah. That's a good point, I agree. Yeah. So the article like very clearly says, you know, plan early. Yeah. So maybe Kang Yong was one of the latest employees of Dollars and Cents, at least on a full-time basis. Um, and also studying uh, computer science rather than, than being in the finance field, right? What have you done? What are the steps you have taken? You know, I, I think we are in our 30s, early 30s. We may not have taken every step, but what are some steps you have taken? So the agent can't come to you and start <laughs> buying one of those dollars. <laughs> Otherwise, you might be risking a lot of PMs <laughs> after this podcast is out. Um, actually, I think one of the things that I do try and take care of my health. Lah. So I think that if you are in good health and you just save prudently, you should be fine when it comes to, I mean, CPF life, we are being forced to save a certain amount every month, part of our salary, and we are getting okay returns from that. So it's being invested, we are getting returns. So that forms a basic safety net for all Singaporeans. And additionally, whether you see home equity as being a part of the equation, uh, that's fine, even if you don't, that's okay. Uh, but if you say prudently, so long as you don't get into major health issues, uh, I think most of us should be okay. Yeah, so taking good care of my health is, is one of the biggest things I am investing heavily in. For sure, for yeah. sure. I can see a lot of, uh, I can see a lot more comments and discussion after that. Uh, answer, but, but we'll keep okay. that for another time. We're just missing out two key components of Timothy's pillar. I can see the <laughs> investing component, especially. Hey, CPF. And you talk about CPF. insurance also, like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, no, I didn't mention it, but yes, yes. yes. Okay, so, so we have sufficient, and, and no one needs to call you. Right? No, no, no one needs to call. Please. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. So just investing is the next step for you, I guess. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Okay, yeah. I guess uh, maybe now we can just end off uh, for everyone out there listening. Different definitions for retirement, you have to make it up on your own. And obviously, you have to plan early in order to achieve retirement when you want to, on your own terms, instead of it being forced upon you and when you're least expecting it. Also, um, take Tim's advice. Um, know what your pillars are. I think his pillars are very um, basic and all of us should have those covered and, and then maybe extend beyond those pillars. Any parting words from you guys? This being our first uh, <laughs> podcast, let me tell you that... Please let us know what you think at podcast at dollarsandcents.sg. I will say it again. Yeah, and that, that is actually podcast, P-O-D-C-A-S-T, at dollarsandcents, our website's name, dot S-G. All right, thanks. Hopefully, this is not the last episode. <laughs>